0: welcome to another episode of coffee and chai a podcast all around faith culture and our continued pursuit of happiness i'm your host rob welcome to the show from Atlanta, Georgia, where I have the privilege of sitting down with one of my really good friends, Shanon Dada. He is a certified public accountant as well as a financial coach. He is also the best-selling author of the book, From Paychecks to Power, where he coaches clients on how to become financially free. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about all things finances and faith. I hope that this conversation blesses you, encourages you, and inspires you.
1: Enjoy man rob it's always a pleasure man i can't believe we're connecting man it's i know good, it, but bro we're living crazy busy lives right now <laughs> <Different> <laughs> we're sizes. finally able right. to connect
0: we're coming live from atlanta georgia that's today. right that's right um, my hometown it's been good to be back um but for everyone who doesn't know you because i know you really well right um, we'll talk about that in a little bit but for those who don't know you uh how would you explain uh what you do why you do it um and what you hope to achieve
1: Great question, man. So what I do? So basically, I've so basically how I got into this or what I do. and Let me start with that first. Yeah. So what I do is I'm a financial coach, CPA. I'm really, I really more so um, like to classify myself as somebody who brings financial empowerment to people. Okay. So I'm like a personal trainer for people's money. Like if you got tax issues, listen, we're gonna talk <laughs> about them and fix them, right? If you got financial spending habit issues, you're yeah. trying to get out of debt, you're trying to get your life together, let's fix that, right? Okay. So. Um, that is what I do. And how I got into that is by actually getting my own finances in order, mm. right? Paying off my, all my debts and getting on a budget and learning how to be responsible with my cash. And that's what really gave me the inspiration to start helping other people so they could experience this freedom that I experienced. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah, man. Um, I think we connected a few years
0: ago. It was right when I moved to Washington. Right. And uh, I don't know why I called you. It's just, <laughs> just out of the blue, man. Uh, it had been a few years after we graduated. Right. And I was like, hey, Chanel, man, I got, a, I got a new car. Um, you know how usually everyone's excited, like, yo, you got a new car. Awesome, man, congrats. Um, <laughs> you was like, your first response was, why? Like, why did you even do that? Right. Um, and that led me down to a path where I was like, man, I got to get to a place where I'm financially free, where I have literally no debt and I can start to put uh, my money, my paychecks to start working for me. Right. Um, And so if you think back to when you started this journey of really just uh, financial freedom and and wealth management,
1: uh, when did you get into it? Man, um, if I look in looking back, man, it started uh, 2010. Okay. Yeah. So 2010, I was like fresh out of college and it was literally maybe I graduated December 2009 and literally like within six months of working for the government, living check to check myself already. Yeah. I'm like, man, like this can't be life. Like <laughs> getting paid, paying bills and got nothing left. Like yep. that's not what I want. Um, and I had two coworkers, man. And you know, there's always a lot of, you know, um, especially right now we're in highly, like high racial times. Yeah. Right. But like there it was two white guys at work who literally were like, Hey man, you're a fresh college graduate. This is the perfect time to get your money in order. Wow. Get your life in order. You set the tone for the rest of your life. You do, do what you need to do right now. Wow. And, at first I wouldn't paint them any mind, man. I'm I'm a young bachelor. You guys are married and you're trying to rain on my parade. Let me do my thing. Yeah. Right? But like I said, man, after a couple months of paint working and paying bills and just already taking taking I guess taking a taste of the rat rat wheel, you know, like yeah. just being a rat in the wheel in the race. I was like, "Man, I can't do this." Mm. And so that's when um cuz even on the months where I, if I didn't spend any money, like let's say I, I paid all my bills, bought groceries gas all that stuff and got to the end of the month if I didn't do anything extra I might have a hundred bucks left yeah 150 dollars I was like I was like I can't do this car payment student loans loans for the CPA exam like all wow. these different debts that I had that I was paying was just eating up my income so uh, they connected me with uh with Dave Ramsey he's my mentor yeah and man like I just it's literally I have about 20 a little under 27 thousand dollars worth the debt wow paid it all off in 11 months wow and we celebrated by going to Vegas that year with, uh, <laughs> when, uh, when Banks got married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I capped it off while we were out there in Vegas. Um, uh, I rented a Ferrari and got to race that on the track. So wow. that was kind of my treat to myself. Like, listen, you you grind for 11 months. You paid off all that debt. Like, go enjoy yourself. And ever wow. since then, it's been a different track.
0: That's crazy, man. Yeah, man. Um, You talk about Dave Ramsey being your mentor. Why? Like, what what about him? What does he do? Um, what inspired you to say, man, you know, what I want I want him to be my mentor,
1: you know, it, it, for somebody who was a millionaire, lost it all and decide and he became a millionaire leveraging debt, as people say. Yeah. Right. And someone who lost it all when the market crashed. Yeah, Right. And so to have to rebuild your whole life and realize, you know, that that debt is not what we make it seem to be. Yeah. And the fact that he came he came at it from a spiritual god-fearing standpoint Mm. for me that was that was powerful because i'm you know i'm not christian but i'm muslim and i also like you know was growing spiritually at the same time wow and working on my relationship with god so it was crazy that as i worked on my finances my relationship with god got oh man you know and like a lot of people run from like their finances are a mess, so don't even talk to God, you know. But when yeah. you start getting your finances in order, for the most part, you typically also are working on your relationship with God because Ooh. your money is how you express yourself man. in this world. Yeah. You know, if you're spending your money at the club, that's where your spirit is. Wow. You know, if you're spending money in the church, that's where your spirit is. You know, so it's <laughs> like how I spend my money also reflects my spiritual state.
0: This is true, man. Oh, man, we're, we're, we're you're preaching right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, oh that's a, that's a really good topic because – um, I think it was maybe in a conversation we had, we were talking around a scripture where it says um, debt is slavery um, and the debtor is slave to um, uh, the the lender. And right. um, I think that um, for a long time, for a lot of us, um, we're like, oh man, you know what? Like debt is good. Or I'll just always have that. It was always going to be in my life. And I think out of just a conversation we had once, I realized that, man, actually, and maybe Dave Ramsey says this live to give. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just realized, man, I want to actually be able to give uh, whatever I can to the world, whether it's my time, whether it's my talents um, or whether it's uh, my finances. And I can't give if I'm locked down in uh, debt right um and i know like hey we work we work to earn a living here in life and so we work and we earn money and there's things that we want we want a house we want a car uh we want to go to school and so that student loans plays into that um so there's so many things but when it comes to uh, managing wealth and you and you talking to your clients or anything like that like how do you approach the topic of uh the things that people want to get the goals that they have but also managing and getting getting rid of their debt
1: um so it really it, that's a good question man it really depends on where people are okay. right so if someone is in a situation where they're in debt like they got card notes credit cards but now they're trying to let's say go back to school to get a master's yeah right i'm like listen before you even start either so there's two options if you say they're going back to school to get a master's would be your employer pay for it yeah right or if that is not an option Second part is we need to start attacking this debt so you have the extra income to cash flow your own masters. Mm. Right. And so what's crazy is that I have a real life example of this because that's what my sister did. She ended up paying off all her debt, her student loans, car, car note, all that stuff. Yeah. And literally once that literally she paid it off, I think in the summer and that following semester, she started cash flowing her own MBA. Wow. Right. But that shows you how much money we have, we have and we can have left over if it wasn't tied up in a car note, the mm-hmm. credit cards, the student loans, you know, like that, that's easily a thousand dollars a month right there. Wow. Right. So you three months of saving a thousand dollars, you got three thousand for the semester's payment. You know what I mean? And so we I really encourage people to kind of clean up their mess first before they start striving for the big goals. Mm. Right. So how like you paid off your car, you're like, all right, I got to pay this thing off. Yeah. So you paid it off. And then the next thing. All right. Let me stack some money. Yeah. Right. Let me go get a house. You know, so you're 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 making moves when you are debt free. It just gives you the option to like really make those moves instead of like. Struggling, trying to get there. Ooh. Now you can make power moves to those directions that Ooh, you're trying to go.
0: Man, power moves. Um Yeah, I, I definitely. I think after we uh, chatted a few years ago, I was like, man, I gotta get rid of this car. Right. Um, <laughs> not really get rid of it. I gotta, I gotta pay it off. Right. Um, and I think that was the first goal I had ever really set financially in my life. I was like, I'm gonna do this in a year, and it was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but I was living in nowhere, uh Washington, in Pullman, Washington. My rent right. was like 400 bucks. So <laughs> I know for a lot of people, especially in the Bay Area, they're like, oh man, I wish my rent was right. 400 bucks, but I spent that year just paying off my debt. And was, it was actually the year uh, leading into my engagement. It was my engagement season. Wow. So I was also planning for a wedding. Right. And I was like, man, this is – and uh, my fiance, who's my wife now, right. um, she was like, what the heck, man? Like, <laughs> how, how are you going to help me pay for the wedding? I was like, well, I'll figure it out. Um, but I, I think there's some goals that I want to have, especially stepping into a marriage, knowing that I'm going to be assuming any debt that you bring in. Um, and there's still some things that we want to do in our marriage. Maybe we mm-hmm. want to go on vacation. We want to go on a nice honeymoon. Uh, we want to get a house eventually. Um, and so I was like, you know what? For for all those things um, that are down the line, I want to set us up right now by making right. a temporary
1: sacrifice. Right. Um, how big do you think sacrifices are? Man, sacrifice is everything. Yeah. Like, you know, it's crazy. Like, and I'll, I'll even say this. slow. like, the movie Transformers, right, okay. when it first came out. Okay. I want to know where you're going with this. Right. <laughs> so i enjoyed the movie right i'm a huge transformers fan but when i watch movies i also pick up on what's being said right like a lot of us we watch it for entertainment but there was a quote in there that i use to this day and actually is like the quote of my life right now okay and the quote is no sacrifice no victory and that's what sam with wiki's grandfather's quote was for the family family tree yeah right so that family understood that We got to make sacrifices to get the victory, Mm. right? And so if that means I got to sacrifice my life so I can pay off debt, if I need to not spend all my money so I can actually save up and buy a house or, you know, save up and take this trip or pay for my kids' college cash, Mm -hmm. right? That sacrifice is what gives you the results at the end of the day, right? You'll see the same thing with people um, trying to get in shape. You got it. I can't eat the donuts if I want to have the six pack. You know, (laughs) donuts (laughs) are good, right? They are good, but you got to make a choice, right? And so it's like, which which result do I want? Where what's the the sacrifice worth it? Yeah. And when people usually sacrifice it and get the result, they never go back. I've never Mm -hmm. seen somebody get out of debt and be like, "Dang, Shanon was wrong. Let me go back into debt. I enjoyed that life better." Yeah. Most of the time, when they get out of debt, every time when they get out of debt, they're like, "Wow, I'm never going back." Wow. Every time. So um when you graduate college how old were you i was
0: 23 okay so young black man you were single dating at the time whatever um and you're like okay i wanna i wanna actually get to a place where i'm financially
1: free right what sacrifices did you have to make oh man so that was interesting because like even like when you're trying to get out of debt you're trying to get your finances in order and you're like dating on the scene trying to do Mm -hmm. stuff like I literally, in my budget, had to pick and choose. Let's say if I had a girlfriend in Atlanta or, mm-hmm. you know, family here, right, or whatever, trying to go out. Like, I'd be like, okay, well, this weekend is the weekend I'm coming to Atlanta, and I can't come any other weekend mm. because when I do, that's gas. Yeah. That might be food for going out. Yeah. Right? So I just can't make that trip more than once. Yeah. So I... Family knew, hey, I'll see you guys once a month. Maybe, if that, right? I'm paying off debt. So it might be two might be two months, yeah. right? But at the same time, girlfriend would understand, like, listen, I'll come up there one weekend, you come down here, so now mm-hmm. it's a fair balance, right? right? So you you find ways to make it work. Yeah. And you said something that was really interesting about when you were, you know, trying to get married. Uh, or you're preparing to get married with your engagement and you know through the engagement period yeah and paying off your car one thing i've noticed just through my experience of working with people in finances for a lot of men yeah we don't want to jump the broom until we hit those goals Ooh. and i think there's a miscommunication between women and men in that aspect because they'll be trying to rush a man to get married yeah but i'm trying to get out of debt i'm trying to make sure i can protect and provide you provide for you wow. pro- provide for our family leave a legacy yeah so for me to try to jump and get married when I don't feel secure in myself as a man is going to mm. be a problem. We're gonna have issues. Wow! But if I can hit that goal, yeah. Now I can, I'm baby, I'm here. What we what we what we trying to do? I hit <laughs> that said, goal. I can hit the next one. <laughs> he said, "Throw it in the bag." We <laughs> right. Here. We here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
0: I, I guess like because I do talk to a lot of uh, uh, a lot of men who are like, you know what? Like I don't want to get married until I'm like I'm thirty. I'm like, why thirty? Like I, you know, I'll, I'll be in a good place. Yes. I think a lot of times it's like, oh, I'll be in a good financial place. Do you think that? That's wise? Do you think that uh you know what I'm saying it's it's something that people should do? Wait. Um, you know what I'm mm. saying? Especially like if you you've been dating someone for two, three years, right. you're in a really good relationship. Right. But do you want to wait or is that something you can do together um to get your finances in order together? Right. Have you uh, seen that happen?
1: I've definitely seen both, and it really depends on the couple, yeah. right? Like, I think I personally don't, like, I mean, looking back at it now, I don't think you should wait if mm-hmm. you're ready and you can afford to. It, but at the same time, if I'm in debt and struggling, I need, that means I need to humble my wedding. Wow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be like, I want this, this, and this. No. But listen, we got car notes. We got 100000 in student loans. like. Yeah. Why are we going to spend... The average Amer- American wedding is $30,000. It is. It is. So 30 grand for one day, that yeah. could have knocked down my student loans and maybe be no be gone. Yep. Student loans cut in half. Yep. Right? But we get so excited about that one day that we live beyond our means on that Ooh. day. Right? So if we can really like you know when couples when it comes to that i don't say wait but just Mm. make sure your wedding is according to your budget Mm. but in this instagram world now everybody's really like competing yeah and that and that is what's even causing the price of wedding to go up every day oh man
0: weddings are expensive i look back and i'm not gonna lie we had a really bougie black wedding (laughs) and uh, we we actually had a string quartet that's how bougie was wow nice um, (laughs) and uh, uh it was such a great season in our life um But as soon as I feel like the first uh, month of our our marriage, uh, finances were very important. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, cool. We're married now. Cool. The honeymoon stage is over. Right. Um, Let's talk about our finances and the goals that we want to achieve together. Right. And one of the things I realized that was so important was for us to have that conversation together. Yes. Like in our family, I am the accountant. So I do all of our finances. I do our budget and everything. But it's still important to me that my wife and I agree together on right. what we're trying to achieve because if we don't do that, I feel like um, I'm going to have these habits, right? But she's not going to have any of those habits. Mm-hmm. You know, I, when we first got married, she, she used to say, man, I got extra money. I was like, what is extra money? I don't even know that <laughs> concept. Uh, if there's extra money, I want some of that extra right, money. Right, right. Um, and what I realized it was just extra money that wasn't budgeted for anything. Right. And so when we start to started to actually put a budget together, um, like, literally together, we would sit down in a room, and I would share her, like, hey, here's what I think the budget should look like. She right. would say, ah, oh, no, I think we need more here. At that point, she would never look at it again. She doesn't care, and she didn't need to because at that point, it was me it was my job to manage it and make sure, right. you know, we stay within the bounds of our budget. And if it went right. over, uh, right. we went over, we figure out, okay, do we need to increase it or do we need to... Fix our life and get it together, right?
1: Um, and so, how important do you think a
0: budget is when it comes to wealth management?
1: Um, man, the budget is the key. Mm-hmm. The budget is everything. It's like, let's say you are trying to get from Atlanta to California. And you're driving. Yeah, the budget is the roadmap. If you don't have a map to get there, now we got GPS, but if you don't have the map to guide you, mm. you're not going to get there. Because wow. you can't just, all right, we're just going to head west and hope we end up in San Fran. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Right? Because you might end up in, go west and end up in Dallas. Wow. right? Or go west and end up in Idaho somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So it just, you have, the budget, the budget is like we're going to make this money. And that's where you define your goals financially. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, we made this amount of money this month. What are we going to do with it? Okay. Right. And so now you're able to, if it be paying off debt, building savings, investing, like you're able to communicate as a team. Yeah. And that's what really, really brings you guys together Mm. and then helps your finances actually hit goals. Cause a lot of couples right now, they're married but financially they're divorced Ooh, right they fight within the f- family in terms of marriage and finances down on the same page but they're married and on the taxes they file married but financially that's my money that's her money wow you know couples so you can't money touches every area of your life so if yeah. we can't unite on that front yeah we, we're living at some point we got some separate lives in because you got your money i got my money you don't know what i'm doing i don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing there's a little bit of uh, it's unclear and Dave Ramsey says all the time, when you're prepared, when you have your money and my money, mm-hmm. it's literally setting yourself up for divorce. You're just in a partnership at wow. that time. You're just in a partner. You're in a you're in a um a partnership, and you're ready to you know create your own divorce. Wow. Because you're not communicating. And again, we talked about money being spiritual. Yep. So if your money is not intertwined, your spiritual your spiritual self is not intertwined as well. Wow. Yeah, man. It's That's deep. crazy. It's deep. Um,
0: so I think uh staying on the spiritual aspect, um, you know, I think that uh, in our lives. Um, through the things that we go through, our circumstances, situations, our backgrounds, everything I feel like God is using to to, to push us into what he wants us to actually uh, produce in this world. Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen you uh, literally set goals in your life and set vision over your life of things that you actually want to do. And one of the first things I remember was uh, you mentioned like, oh, I'm going to write a book. and. Uh, <laughs> You said it, like, just randomly, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was like, he ain't going to write no book. Right. Um, But you actually wrote a book, um, and it was a really, really good book, man. Um, And uh, I've seen you literally go around the world um, sharing this book. I see it's in schools now and um, literally in churches and different uh, community uh, uh, organizations are sharing it. Uh, What inspired that book, man? Like, uh, what about like what was like, man, you know what? Like, I gotta put a book out here.
1: Man, you know what? So it's kinda of twofold on that. Um and first and foremost, thank you, man. But um so I started doing seminars. Okay. Right. And so I do the seminars, people come, you know, maybe once a once a quarter. Yeah. And um Michael Burnside okay. was my A V guy okay. for the burn, for the for the seminars, <laughs> right? Your <laughs> right. <or this'll> work. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know, setting up the camera, we recording, you know, chopping videos, all that stuff, right? So yeah um so basically man after a couple seminars he was like dude you need to write a book Mm -hmm. i was like i was like me write a book like man if i'm being honest with you man i almost failed 12th grade english so (laughs) writing a book was like was like it was like way out of there right so for him to be like you know you should write a book and i was like huh and so he planted a seed i didn't really think too much of it but we did more and more seminars Mm -hmm. and one day it just kind of dawned on me that I'm not going to be able to serve everybody with these seminars. Wow. So if I can actually write a book. Yeah. I can get this book in more hands than I can ever reach in person. Wow. Right. And so that's where like, so I took the outline of the seminar, Mm -hmm. literally sat down in in my, uh, in my office and, Wrote like every Wednesday for a couple hours, mm-hmm. right? I would just do that, man. And so eventually, the outline became the book, wow. and like, and here we are, man, five star rated on Amazon, yeah, giving talks at PayPal. And stuff. you know, it's crazy, man. Like, it's crazy to think a kid who almost fell 12th grade English is out here writing a five star rated book that's yeah. changing lives, man.
0: That's crazy, man. I think, yeah. uh, God sometimes works through us in some incredible ways, man. Absolutely. Um, and Absolutely. what do you feel like, uh, in your faith? uh really push you to keep doing it because i'm pretty sure as you were writing you were like ah this i don't know who's gonna read this or <laughs> um ah, man, I, I the the editor sent this back to me again and i gotta get this right. i gotta rewrite it and i gotta do some more changes like
1: should i even keep doing this like what kept you going you know i think so it's probably actually is is the way i'm wired man is that once i start something yeah. i don't i don't finish either unless i've lost or it's done wow right so it's like playing a game right so yeah. like if i start it's, it's gonna happen yeah as, as many times as i get knocked down or punched in the face or whatever i'm gonna make it happen um and i think that's just a blessing from god to Come have on. that to have that drive and yeah. that, that determination right because there's so many people one thing happens like the editor let's say for example i'm writing the first chapter editor's like oh this is crap Mm -hmm. you know and i'm like all right i'm done i can't write right you know like but i didn't i was like all right let's get back to it let's Mm -hmm. make sure that everything's flowing the 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 information is there opening up as honest as i can so people can actually engage in the reading come on you know so like it forced me to be a better writer at the same time right Mm so all of that trial and tribulation just made me a better person, all the wow. way around, you know. So a lot of us run from the the, the, the roadblocks or their objections, but this is getting over those hurdles that actually make us better. Wow, that's good, man. Um, I think uh, you know
0: it's on your book's on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where else can people get your book? Uh,
1: so right now it's only on Amazon you're, unless you're local here in Atlanta, where yeah. like I do like different vendings and speaking engagements and yep. stuff. But um, you can get it on Amazon in the Kindle version as yep. well, so you can have it electronically, and you can also get the physical copy. Man, you got to do Audible. Audible. I version, know, man. That's next, man. <laughs> the world got to hear your voice, right, man? Or you can
0: uh, figure out how to find, uh, get friends, become friends with Kevin Hart. Right. And he can. Uh, read you can do you. it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some jokes in there. Man. I know, right? Um, so. as i said earlier like you're a gym rat you're always in the gym man yeah i feel like uh it's something with bricks man you got to explain this because uh you (laughs) posting this on instagram every single day the other day you had a really nicely edited video and i was like man i need to get back in the gym man this man's working uh putting me to shame um and so you like to work out and i feel like whatever you got cooking right now is probably something to do with working out um so tell me about that man how do you manage first off all of the things that you're doing because you're uh, not only going around uh, the world, talking around wealth management and financial freedom, but you're also the um, CPA. So that means right. like in seasons, like right now, right. It's tax season. Right. So you're going to be helping a lot of people, including me Absolutely. Uh, uh, on taxes. <laughs> um, and then like you're in the gym, man. So that's obviously a routine that you keep going. Through. Right. You do it all the time. Right. And so how do you, how do you do all of it, man?
1: Man, you know what? Um, it's one of those things where, like we were talking about earlier when we were setting up, man, but like just making your habits, your, your life is built upon your habits. Yep. Right. So like the life that I have right now, If even if I like it or if I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody's listening. If you like your life or you don't, it's based on the habits that you do every day. So I have a habit. Even if I don't feel like going to the gym because I've been doing it for so long, yeah, I just get up and roll to the gym. Oh man, I'll get there. Still don't feel like working out, but once I start working out, it's like we're here. We might as well make the most of it. Yep, right. And it's the same thing with um, you know, with the CPA work or the financial literacy and the talks and the workshops, all that stuff. It it, it's stuff that I do Mm -hmm. habitually. So it's become a part of the life. So I make a, I make room for them, mm-hmm. right? You because you make room for what's important. You do to you, right? So at the end of the day, like they're all important to me, man. So yeah, with the gyms and the and the bricks, man, it's it's interesting, man. So I'm actually about to step into where now I'm going to be personal training as well. Wow. Yeah, man. So because for the last twelve years. Even in college, man, people used to ask me, "Hey, can I work out with you? Can you train me?" Yep. And I'd be like, "Nah, nah." Like I mean, there was times where, I, even like with the alphas, I did a little workout for the bros mm-hmm. one time. You know, like meet me at the gym at six AM. We about Ooh. to get it in. You know, so I clearly missed all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you heard just graduate, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. So it's just one of those things where like I kept pushing it off, pushing it off, and I felt in the last year it was like. Just weighing on me, and I felt like God was trying to tell me, like, listen, this is a a direction you need to go in. Like, stop denying it. People have been asking you for 12 years to train them to work out. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to give you something, and you keep rejecting it. Yeah. You know, so it it finally, like, December of last year, 2019, I was like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to give it a shot, man. And literally in a week, man, six clients already. Wow. Yeah, man, and it's blowing up from there. And So the gym that you saw me at, man, literally just started there yesterday as a trainer. They were like, listen, we want you on board. Like you just been in here working out and killing it. We need you on our team. Wow. So just like that, God is just boom, boom, boom. Like it's happening so fast for me. It's like God speed. I'm like, whoa. Like yeah. I just thought I might start out and do a little bit here and there. You're Like boom. Like here you go. Man, start training today. I'm like, what?
0: That is crazy, man. right? Um, I think that's gonna literally blow up, man. I literally, you have that, to get man. a secretary at some I know. point, man, bro. I'm already looking. <laughs> 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 um, you mentioned like habits and actually remember a couple years ago you came out to Atlanta uh, we hung out um, yeah. you came to church with me yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually that day uh, it was one of our pastors uh, pastor Vance he was preaching that yeah, day. yeah 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 um, he was like man I loved it, uh, what he was saying um, he's actually the one who said this a couple weeks ago where he said habits are better than goals
1: uh,
0: where literally if um, i get a habit i just keep doing it man i right. actually do it goals just you set it and you say it and then you forget it right um or you just never achieve it wow and so um man i think that's so powerful and i see you setting some really good habits in your life um man you got a girlfriend in there yet
1: no nah, not right now man
0: <laughs> keep me in prayer man i'm trying to get oh, I'm there i'm trying to that, get man. to the other side like you, you build, man you built for marriage man <laughs> um but Uh, What's next, man? Like, obviously, uh, you're going to continue to uh, talk around wealth management and financial freedom. Right. The gym thing is popping off, personal training. Um, What what are some things that you uh, are are
1: envisioning for this year? Man, so... Because it's 2020. Yeah, it's it's, right. 2020, new decade, man. So, really, man, um, honestly... So I was talking to a friend the other day, man, and my my uh, theme for 2020, man, is it's the year of the pivot, man. Mm. It's time to, you know, the direction that we've been going in and moving in. And, yeah, we've been making progress, but now it's time to pivot and really see how I can. And when I say pivot, I'm talking about, like, really seeing how I can make a true impact. Mm. Right. Like at the end of the day. You know, um, a lot of our decisions are based on like how much money I can earn, mm-hmm. but like it, I'm really trying to get to that place spiritually where it's about how many lives I can change. Ooh, you man. know, and like at the end of the day, I want it to be where you know if I'm standing, if I'm if it's the day of judgment, I'm standing before God. You know, I want additional mercy to be given to me because Ooh. I've changed. Like these people's lives. Yes. Like you help this person get out of debt. You help this person defeat diabetes because they got yep. in shape. You know, mm-hmm. like just these different things. Like you inspired this person to be better than they were yesterday. Man, I
0: want to be surprised. You're like I
1: want to. <laughs> I want God to be like, um, man. Like this person. I, I want to
0: get there, and I see some people that I'm like, man, what? And I hear like how they came to right. God and how yeah. they found yeah. out about Him. Yeah. Um, it was a simple fact that maybe they never opened up. Uh, a, a Bible, or they never even had an interaction with the church or whatever. And somehow they were led to to have an encounter with God yeah. because they were like, man, something about the way you lived your life just inspired me Absolutely. and encouraged me. Absolutely. And I think uh, that's the place I'm at. It sounds like you're at where it's like, you know what? Like money is cool. Right. Like money is a tool to everything. It gives, it gives us the ability to do things. Like right. if I want to go on a trip, right? it costs money. I right. came here <laughs> to Atlanta, see family, friends, man. Right. It costs some money. Right. Um, and it allows us to do some things. Money can buy happiness, man. Right. Literally. People right. say money can't buy happiness, but- It can buy happiness. Right. The things you like to do cost money that make you happy. It made me happy. (laughs) Right. Um, However, um, it doesn't bring me true joy. And what brings me joy is seeing the people who have their lives completely changed. Right. Um, For you, it's like, um, oh, man, someone who became debt free. Right. You know, I I look at when I I made that goal of becoming 100% debt free by paying off my car. Um, and paying off my student loans right. Paying off my car took a year right. Paying off my student loans took another two years right. but When we did it, man, we stopped for a second We were like, my goodness right. And um, I, I, I stopped and I was like Man, if it wasn't for that conversation with Shanon you know what I mean, and you didn't know what was going to happen when you told me that's a dumb decision, right? Right. Um, but it, it it put me on a path where I was like, man, I got to get financially free, and right. now brings me true joy because we literally, you know, we're in, we're in a good place. I work for Apple, I make some really good money, and we got a house in San Francisco. That's a blessing. Yeah, congrats. You know, it's man. not cheap, yeah, man. What? <laughs> but um, I look at our life, and I'm like, paying, man, we're paying able to
1: a million give. dollars for a closet. Man. I know for a closet, <laughs> you're right? It's
0: a little bit bigger than a closet, um, but fucking... they do have million dollar shacks out there, right? right? Um, but but uh, I look at our life and I'm like, we're able to give so much, man. Uh, whenever I see people, you know, whether it's family or friends, I'm like, man, like, how can I help them if I can give them a little bit? I'm like, man, we got the freedom to do that. Right. And it brings right. me some joy. And right. so we can get to the end of our life and say, man, we changed these people's lives. Right. You know what I'm saying? It does right. everything. Because what happens when right. you die? You can't take your money with right. you, Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm
1: but you can leave your legacy. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about, man. How many lives can you touch? And impact, like you know, you you be surprised, man. Like I just post on Instagram my stories or whatever mm-hmm. else, and somebody would like slide in my DMs and like, hey man, because of you I started working out. Because Ooh. of you I started getting my finance together. Because yep. of you, I've actually started working towards improving my faith. Yes, right. You know, so just living your life, your life being that example, man. Like that for me, that's the ultimate goal. So I try to be a wholesome person all the way around, man, mm-hmm. and not just you know like. And not just, you know, try to do stuff for life, to so do stuff for, you know, the money, but how can I impact people? And that's just by me living, you know, by by the word of God and doing what I'm supposed to be doing and being mm. that example. That's what really touches people, man. That's good, bro. Yeah, man. Um,
0: well, thanks for jumping on, bro. Oh, no, uh, I appreciate you, man. I feel like, honestly, every time I do Coffee and Chai, man, it's just uh, a conversation. Feel like I do it with people I haven't caught up with in a long time, um, and they're like, "Man, what what am I gonna say? What I'm supposed to do?" But right. It's just a conversation, right? And uh, I feel like a lot of people are gonna be blessed and encouraged by this. And so, uh, thanks for jumping on. We got to get you to California. Yeah, man. Um, Let's make it happen. I'm gonna work on that. Okay. Uh, whether it's at Apple or uh, to speak to uh, my church community. Yeah, man. man. We gotta we'll make get. It uh, literally, the word of financial freedom and how to make. Uh, literally get away from our paychecks and start to to live in power. Absolutely. Um, so um, thank you, man. No, thank you, uh, man. I'm blessed. You bless me. Um, but, uh, man, till next time.
1: Yeah, till next time, brother. I appreciate you. Let's do it, man. Yes,
0: sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you so much for checking out the podcast, Coffee and Chat. Be sure to hit the subscribe button, share with your friends or family as you plan to release new episodes every other Thursday to end your week off right. If you have any questions or comments, be sure to hit me up on social media, on Instagram or Twitter, RobG1906. But again, thank you for checking us out, and we'll catch you next time.